The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves, or they were pushed out by outside forces, like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. <laughs> oh, man. You drinking? <clears throat> I, I was gonna, and then I was like, nah, you know what? I... As you know, I was texting mm-hmm. you last night, and I was—I'm still fucking stoned. <laughs> you texted me last night at like midnight, telling me that you were eating potato salad. Cause I had whoever gave us all that weed food stuff from a long uh-huh. time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was two or three years ago. I think I had uh, that shit in my old Phoenix. apartment. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I had that stuff in my old apartment. That brownie, I think. Mm-hmm. And I would eat a little bit of it. And there's just like a quarter of it left. And I was like, I'll just eat this thing. It's been in here forever. Man. It knocked you down. I, it was like fine for a couple hours. Like, you know, like 45 minutes for an edible. And I was like, mm-hmm. ah, I'm still kind of all right. Yep. Then Rachel went to bed. And I'm like, I'm going to watch a scary movie. And so I, watch, I, t- you I was texting you I was going to watch Ver... Ver-, Ver- What's the one? Vivarium? Vivarium. Yeah, but then it was like six bucks. I was like, man, I'm I'm not going to spend six bucks to be fucked up right now. (laughs) What did you get into? I watched Midsummer. Okay, I haven't seen that yet. Dude. Is it good? Dude. I I, I keep hearing mixed reviews. Some people think it's amazing. Some people say it sucks. I, I, I don't know. I it was two and a half hours long. I don't know if that was a director's cut or what. I was high off my ass, and there was uh-huh. parts where I was laughing at it, and I didn't know if I should be laughing at it, and other parts where I was like, What is happening right now? It is <laughs> I a bunch of Swedish people dancing around a field. Or I don't yeah, do? I don't have a review for it yet, but man, okay. Two and a half hours of being higher than I've been in a long time. Uh-huh. That movie was something. <laughs> visually very impressive as a movie and then all of a sudden uh, uh, it'll take a turn and you're like what is why okay okay <clears throat> well i'll have to give that one a shot hell of a ride i don't know if that's thumbs up <laughs> or thumbs down but i'll say hell of a ride that's your Dave. review <laughs> hell of a ride kyle Kadane. yeah get i mean <clears throat> you're because i was like don't look at your phone just like be like because, you know, like every time you watch a movie, you still got your phone dicking around. I'm like, no, let's watch a movie. You don't have anything else going on. Mm-hmm. I've taken a break from my f- phone a lot during the day. Cause it's like, oh, yeah, there's no, like, business emails are coming in or anything. Yeah. Anyway, scared me real good. Try to listen to uh, some hypnagogic music to go to bed, which is the music that's supposed to help with lucid dreaming. Too creepy. Really? Way too creepy. Hypnagogic. Okay. And that's where, like, I believe from what I, that was the thing we could look into later about controlling oh. your dreams. Uh, it's supposed to help with lucid dreaming or something. I, I read one thing about it, decided to try some playlist, and it was too much, too creepy, weird music that matched the movie really? I just watched. Okay. And then there was a mudslide somewhere nearby. So all of a sudden, all of these helicopters and 
sirens were outside, and I woke up in the middle of the night. I tried to take a leak. I couldn't even stand up. I was so high. Oh, I man. kept falling into the cabinets. I'm like, I'm going to fucking pass out. Dude, you've got to be careful with those edibles, man. It was, it was the size of a, of a die, the piece of brownie that I ate. The size of a, oh, really? That small? <clears throat> yeah. Maybe, maybe a little bit larger than a die. It was huh. old. It was old as shit. <sighs> like du- turned into powder in my mouth. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> hell well, good a, for you, buddy. Hell of a Sunday night. How you doing over there? <laughs> I'm good, man. I uh, got some bourbon here. I'm just relaxing. Yeah. Just made beef stroganoff for the first time. That was exciting. And uh, yeah, man, just. N- Pretty eventful day, just in the kitchen for a couple hours, mixing up that stroganoff. You, you ever make beef stroganoff back in your meat-eating days? I never made, I, I didn't make anything. You know that old joke, though, what do you call a cow masturbating? <laughs> never heard that one. Never that's heard that one? Good. Beef stroganoff. No, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Um, it was, it's Katie's favorite dish, and I've never made it. And I said, Noodles, right? Kind of, yeah, well, it's, uh, you got the egg noodles. And then you got uh, you you saute up some beef. It's like Nordic lasagna. Throw, yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, like Nordic pasta. Yeah, it's uh, you make like a sauce out of the beef drippings and mm-hmm. little flowers, some garlic and onions and mushrooms and little beef stock, little red wine. It was good. It's like a heavy throw stew. Those, yeah, throw the beef strips back in there, let that all simmer together, and then uh, pour it over some egg noodles. It was a good time. Yeah, I dog. enjoyed it. Yeah, dog. I enjoyed it. I like that. Well, life. cool, man. Well, I uh, I thought we'd do something different uh, today. We've done, uh, for the patrons know, that we do a, a monthly Q&A episode, a bonus episode for patrons. By the way, uh, patreon.com slash boogeymonster, four bucks a month. You get uh, that, that Q&A and you get uh, Dave's Kitchen or Dave's Record Room or whatever the hell I feel like doing that month. Um, <clears throat> Even more wisdom a, from us. Exactly. Exactly. And we've done a couple uh, of uh, Q&As just for regular episodes. But uh, this month, for the bonus, we had so many damn questions, and we released that episode uh, last week. But uh, we we have so many unanswered questions, Kyle, that I thought we would uh, dig back into that uh, pile of questions yeah. and uh, release them as a regular episode. Also, I think some of the you know subjects of like government tampering with human life that we were leading into maybe not won't be the best quarantine fodder. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah it is. It's a little too close <laughs> to home right now. Exactly. I honestly, I've, I've been struggling to come up with uh, topics to discuss ever since all this went down, just because, well, and I mentioned it a couple episodes ago, like all that kind of stuff is, you know, uh, martial law and Agenda 21 and all this government stuff. It, it's fun to talk about yeah. when it's not happening. But when you kind of got a toe in that water in real life, it's uh, it's not so much fun to discuss. So, Kind of pump the brakes a little bit on that stuff. We'll eventually we'll get back to some traditional boogie monster stuff. I we'll reckon. get into some ghouls and goblins uh, soon enough. But I thought this week we'd just answer some questions and and bullshit a little bit Bull- for a change. Bullshitting, baby. Yeah, I'm bullshit. I'm bullshit with the best of them. <laughs> well, let's pick up where we left off on the bonus episode. Uh, I was kind of going in order. I skipped over a few here and there. I'll try to get back to some. But uh, yeah, let's just. You ready to get into it? I'm ready to do it, unless unless uh, you know anything thrillings happened with your night watchman duties over there in Long Beach. Uh, <clears throat> let me think. Uh, no, there was. Uh, we had what are those fucking? Uh, 
motorbikes, the ones that are like, it looks like a bicycle, but it got a little outboard motor on it. Oh, what do you call those things? Is it a moped? There's some bastard driving around the other night at like one in the morning, just up and down the street, just up and down the block. And it was one of the loudest damn motors I've ever heard. It was louder than a Harley Davidson. Yeah, mopeds are people have figured out how to put little gas engines on bicycles. And it's like a novel idea, but obnoxious. Like either, either pedal a bike or get a scooter or a motorcycle. But that halfway yeah. point between it's a bicycle, but it's just noisy and it doesn't go real fast. Like get the fuck out of there with those things. I so agree I had to go out entirely. And him, I gave him some dirty looks. I gave him some dirty looks and he stopped. But one in the morning, just. Yeah, just I mean, nobody so knows annoying. what the rules are anymore, but he's fucked up. Nobody's got regular hours. <laughs> yeah. Not on my block, though, man. I'm still maintaining law and order over here. Okay. Well, I did, yeah, I was up till 5 30 the other night. I had the first week, I was really doing all right. Now it's all coming apart. Yeah, dude, I'm staying up. I, I go to bed at like four every morning now. I just. Uh, my schedule's all screwed up now. Just staying up late. Well, watch midsummer while off. you're up. Really make yeah. you scared to go to bed. Yeah, uh, that one's been on my queue for a while. I think it's uh, free on on Prime. And maybe we're just reviewing uh, scary movies now. I'm sorry I didn't watch the one that you wanted me to watch. Like six bucks. Oh, dude. Yeah, no, I get it. It's a rental. It's not. Uh, it's not streaming anywhere. You got to rent it. But uh, we burned ourselves. We bored. But, yeah, we rented uh, Uncut Gems the other night. That's a movie. What'd you think? Uh, if if your method of creating tension is to just have people talk over each other, good job. Yeah, it's pretty hectic. But uh, I watched it twice. I went back and watched it again uh, the next day just to see if I missed anything. And um, I enjoyed it, even though it was nerve-wracking. I think, obviously, that's kind of the point. <laughs> yeah. I felt like the ending, no spoilers, but I just felt like the ending was a little... Kind of cheap. Like, oh, that's that's how it ends? Like, it just felt like a, thought, a first draft ending. I thought the ending was kind of cheap. I also thought, yeah, that technique of, like, it was like New York City itself. Everybody's problems mm-hmm. were created by themselves and could could be remedied if everybody just calmed down a little. Yeah. It's just yeah. two people talking. Nobody listens. If any, if any character in that movie listened to the other character speak for 30 seconds, there would be no point for that movie. <laughs> if, that, if, any, kind of, if, yeah, if any character in that whole movie understood how to have a conversation everything would be resolved kind of the uh, same theory with Seinfeld uh, looking back now if any of those characters had cell phones uh, 90% of the storylines would have been uh, resolved immediately uh, yeah but that's I mean for comedic purpose this is like real drama <laughs> I'm like nobody just like oh here's three people that don't know each other in a room they better all yell in each other's faces and create problems <laughs> that don't need to be created none of the problems in that movie needed to be created at all yeah that's true that was my thing with that movie like none of these are real problems if anybody was close to a real human being you this wouldn't be it was almost like a fable mhm anyway that was my my review of that like I said, Encino Man. Uh, well, I know it's getting unbelievable. Ninety Day Fiance. I don't know if you watched the new ones of that. Encino Man. You watched Encino Man. Encino Man again? No, I didn't watch it again. But I watched it. I said I told you I'd watch that. I'm, these are the movies I'm sitting into. I'm settling into. Oh no, we. I don't think we had talked about that. Oh, so you had never. You'd never seen Encino. No, Man? I saw Encino Man, but I got. It, I rented it. Uh huh. So I'm like, I haven't seen Encino Man. I want to watch Encino Man. I watched it. Doesn't hold up real yeah. well. It does not hold up. No, 
It's you know what you have to yeah. look back is remember there was a point in the nineties where uh, Polly Shore was the draw. Ugh. Ugh. There's there's comedy clubs now where he's still a draw. Well, I'm, I isn't that I mean I'm not knocking the guy personally. Well, I will. But at some point in the nineties, he was like, oh shit, new mm. Polly Shore movies. Yeah, it's a pretty low bar, and it worked for me. Ugh. Because I think, well, I worked for three of them. I think I saw, and see, it, I, Pauly Shore from his sketches on MTV, I liked. You know, there's a lot of secret funny stuff. When he was just the weasel on MTV, I'm like, this guy's crazy. And they're like, oh, he's that in every movie. He's the weasel. Yeah. That's a bit, that's a hard character to follow throughout franchises. I told you, I told you I've heard from more than one comedian that uh, he sells merch at the end of his show. I don't know if he's still doing it, but had more than one comedian tell me that he sells merch at the end of his show that is uh, wardrobe from his movies. That's what he's selling them as. Like, oh, this is a shirt I wore in in whatever movie. Um, However, um, he got them at the the Goodwill the day of the show. (laughs) He goes to to thrift stores, buys old, old cheesy clothes, and then sells them as if, they were wardrobe from his movies. That's a classy move. I mean, do you blame him or do you blame the people buying him? Well, exactly. Both, yeah. <clears throat> oh, Polly. Anyway, that's I'm not gonna watch Son in Law, I'll tell you that. I never saw that one. I saw Encino Man. Uh what what else do you have? Uh Encino Man was fun army. for for Dom DeLuise's kid who's in it. Uh-huh. He's a fun bully. Uh I didn't know that was Dom DeLuise's kid. Yeah, the super handsome bully, Dom DeLuise's kid. I used to always get Dom DeLuise and Paul Perdome mixed up. Paul Perdome, the uh, the Cajun chef. That is an understandable Both. confusion to have. Yeah, they looked very similar. Big, I, big I fella in a funny hat that's always smiling. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> oh well, what what do we Dude, want? I, uh, what, 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 well, before we get into that, you got me. You got me talking about movies now. I watched. Uh, I rewatched uh, Death Proof. Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. Have oh, you seen that, that? Is that the one with the cars? At the yes, that's the car movie. Uh, the first forty five minutes of that movie is the worst goddamn movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's just absolutely horrendous, pointless dialogue. It's just a group of gals hanging at a bar and blah, blah, blah. Like, just absolutely pointless. Like, talk about word vomit. Yeah. Like, it, it, was, it was hard to stomach to watch it. Now, after the first 45 minutes, the action kicks in, and I'm all about that. And, uh, you know, it's fun. You know, they're, they're hanging off of the roof of the cars, and Kurt Russell's trying to smash into people. It's exciting. But, boy, that first 45 minutes, if you go back and watch it, absolutely <clears throat> wasn't excruciating. It, wasn't it like an homage to... Yeah, sixties movies or yeah. something. Yeah, those seventies car movies. Um, like, uh, was it uh, uh, White Lightning and what? Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry, and there's there's a handful of those uh, car movies from the late sixties, early seventies that I think obviously is an homage. To Dirty it. Mary, Crazy I mean, yeah, Larry, something something. I'm probably mess, <laughs> messing up, but there's something to that effect. A great deal on um, TVs from those two. <laughs> <laughs> but like the action is is great, it's exciting. But those first forty five minutes, like I wanted to throw my TV out the window. And I'm not, I don't dislike Tarantino. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guess. I would say I'm a Tarantino fan. But man, just pointless. Little word indulgent, the huh? same The same reason I can't stand Kevin Smith's movies. You know what I'm, I'm upset with myself is that uh, 
Rachel, for some reason, was you know that movie, movie forty three. It's uh no, I don't know that one. It's confusing. It's got a bunch of A list celebrities, and it's like a bad, uh-huh. it's like Kentucky Fried movie, but the sketches are even just they're just worse. Okay, where it's just horrible sketches. Like the first sketch is, uh, who's the gal from Titanic? What's her name? Uh, Kate, Kate Winslet, uh, Winslet and Hugh Jackman, and they're on a date, and Hugh Jackman has a pair of balls that just hang from his chin. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm upset with myself because I was I, okay. I hate being like the boom fucking burnout guy. I've been eating a lot of weed that's been in my house because everybody's got mm-hmm. free time. And so I had that, and I watched some of Movie 43, and I was laughing, and I was angry with myself. Hmm. I was upset with myself for laughing. You were mad for laughing. Yeah, very yeah, much so. I get Very that. much so. Like, I'm like, who, do, who, who am I as a comedian? <laughs> Bunch of shit jokes, and I'm over here like, ah, oh, fuck me. Yeah. Sometimes you got to allow yourself to I laugh at the, was ashamed. The, the low-hanging fruit. I was ashamed. <laughs> want you to watch oh, that. Wow. That's what I want you to watch. Okay. Movie 43. That's a question. That's a question. What's the, what's the thing that you're ashamed that you like so much? Oh, okay. True guilty pleasure, um, even though I don't believe in the idea okay, of guilty pleasures. I, I watched it last week. I'll admit it's not a good movie, but it's um, it's like eye candy. I enjoy the remake, the Nicolas Cage, Angelina Jolie remake of Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, That's just, it's a fun romp. No, I got you. Terrible dialogue. Oh, it's it's Questionable acting. But you got got Delroy Lindo and Timothy Oliphant Mm -hmm. as a team. That's good acting. That's good acting right Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. You got uh, the, the crew. It's a fun crew. Yeah, Giovanni Rabisi. He's always good and stuff. You got uh, you got James James Kahn's son. What's his name? Scott Kahn, little blonde headed kid. Is he in that? Yeah, he's oh, in and that. And he's uh, in. Oh, I was thinking. Of, I was thinking of like the Fast and Furious, but no, he's in the the Ocean's Eleven movies. And Angelina Jolie, she's uh, she's so into cars that her water bottle is a uh, replica of a gas can. She can't even drink out of a normal water bottle. Oh, I didn't she's, even, she's such a gearhead. She's such a gearhead that her water bottle's a gas can. Um, oh, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall's in that yeah. damn movie. So, you know, he's great. But, uh, yeah, him and Nicolas Cage sitting around listening to cassette tapes of uh, different engines revving up, uh, quizzing each other. They like all, <laughs> These guys get, love they all get amped up by listening to Lowrider. Hey, hey, group of yep. criminals. Mm-hmm. You want to listen to our theme song to get ready? <laughs> a group of uh, convicts. You all want to have a little dance party? Oh man! I, I, same way. If but it's it, on, I'm watching. I wouldn't seek it out, but when it's on, I'm like, okay. Well, now I got the local tie-in because all those chase scenes uh, were here. True. In Long Beach, yeah, so they got to get see. them on the boat over in the harbor there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that that's that still never gets old. Like, hey, I live there, or I know that place. No, I love it. So. Like the first the first couple of years that I first lived in L.A., all I did was go back and watch movies and figure out like where scenes were filmed. <clears throat> it's like, oh, okay, that's where that is, and that's where that is. And I even went back and uh, uh, back to the future. That first scene 
where he's uh, playing the guitar in the garage, and then he's late for school. Yeah, it's, a, bur- it's a Burger, King, Burger King over across from the Big yeah. Five in uh, Burbank there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Which right then you make, it makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, they were shooting right over in, at Universal Studios where the clock tower is. Mm-hmm. So they just would pick stuff that's nearby. Yeah, why not? <sighs> so that's always fun. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll watch those again. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a fun movie. And, I mean, the cars just... That's why. The, I mean, that final scene with that, cu- that 67 Shelby Mustang. I mean, just gorgeous. It's, it's great to see some of those Oh, cars. and they got that bullet tooth Tony guy. Guy's like an ex-soccer. He's like a real dirty soccer player in real life. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vinny Jones. Yeah. The guy was in... He was in, uh, he, he was in those Guy Ritchie movies. Seeing uh, Snatch and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. I guess he's a real son yeah. of a bitch soccer player. There's a picture of him like just grabbing <laughs> some guy's dick while he's playing. <laughs> I could see that. Well, should we answer some uh, some of these questions? Unless you have, do you have do we have questions for each other, Dave? Oh, we interviewing I, each uh, other no. anymore? I, I I feel like we know each other pretty well. Yeah, we ain't got no secrets. <laughs> no the mystery's gone, us. Dave. <laughs> Hold on, just a second. Hey, boo. Yeah? Can we stop that buzzing? <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, the, uh, <laughs> the the dryer keeps buzzing. It's really annoying. Oh, you got, you got, I'll let. Uh, but you got laundry in your apartment, right? Uh, yeah, we got our own wash and dryer Shit. in the apartment. That's good living. Yeah, for the first first time in years. That's good living. That. Yeah, very exciting. All right, let's get into it. You want let's, to? Let's do. Hey, let's do. Let's start with a real doozy from Nicholas J. Nicholas asks, would you rather A, be unable to smell everyone else's farts, or B, have everyone else unable to smell yours? You maintain the ability to smell your own in both scenarios. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's a ridiculous but good question. All right, would you rather unable to smell anyone else's farts, or would you rather have everyone else unable to smell your own. The what do you first, The first one. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I go with A. I'd rather be I'd rather be unable to smell anyone else's fart. I don't give a shit if you smell my farts or not. Yeah, I'm pretty polite about it. Yeah, it's not like mm-hmm. No, fuck that. I don't want to smell anybody's ass. <laughs> Yeah. Oh easy man. Answer. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to not be able to smell anyone's farts. I wants oh, to know that that's always a bummer. I, of course I want to smell my, that's a gauge of your health. <laughs> really? I don't know, but it seems you ever been like <laughs> you know, when something smell like they smell bad but then something smells like wrong, you're like, "Oh, I got to mm-hmm. I got to take care of myself a little bit." I'm getting there right now. <laughs> oh God! All right, moving along. That's a good question, there, Nicholas. Thank you. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Sumner asks: Fuck, Mary, kill, Chupacabra, Lake Champlain monster, or the Jersey Devil? He also says, Kyle, I saw you in Burlington. I burped in the middle of your joke, so that was cool. Who opened for you? I can't find his name anywhere. He was dope. Who opened for you there in uh, Burlington, Vermont? Ari Fieldling was his name. Okay. Ari Fieldling or Ari Fieldling? I think Ari Fieldling. He was real funny. New York guy. Right on. 
There you go. Yeah, he was real, real funny. Fuck Mary Kill, Chupacabra, Lake Champlain Monster, or the Jersey Devil. Lake Champlain Monster, that's uh that's kind of like New York's version of the Loch Ness Monster. It's Lake Champlain is right off yet. Burlington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right there on the border of New York and, and Vermont. So I think I'd, uh, mar- I'd marry Mothman, fuck Jersey no. Devil, and kill it. Mothman's not an option in this scenario. Which was? Chupacabra. Oh. Chupacabra, Lake Champlain Monster, Jersey Devil. Marry Chupacabra, fuck Jersey mm-hmm. Devil. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get stuck. You don't want to get stuck in a relationship with a Jersey Devil because no, you have to live no. in Jersey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but probably fun in the sack. Yeah, rip your dick off. Yeah, Chupacabra. I yeah. I mean, I'm fucking the Chupacabra. Really? I'm marrying the Lake. Yeah, because I think that'd be a wild ride. And I'm I'll marry the Lake Champlain monster because it just seems kind of docile. And, yeah, what a boring, uh, what a boring life, you know. Y- yeah, but you know, never wants to no go drama. out. And I'll kill the Jersey Devil. I don't need that oh, guy. No social life with that champagne. Chupacabra is out at night going to the clubs. You know, they're out. They're out in the evening. They're out <laughs> doing stuff. Yeah. Granted, you get to live on a lake if you marry the the monster. Yeah. Nice peaceful lake life. All right. Good points. Good so, points there. Yeah. There you go, Jordan. Uh, what else we got? Jake Michael asked, Dave, what are your thoughts on Traeger Grills for smoking meat? Kyle, you ever listen to Teenage Time Killers? I'll let you answer that one first. No, of all the teenage uh, uh, name bands named Teenage and then something. Teenage Time Kills? No, I'll, I'll, I, like, I like bands that start with the name Teenage, especially when they're all dudes in their 40s. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was in a Teenage Bottle Rocket. Those guys are all old as shit. <laughs> yeah i'm unfamiliar with teenage time killers um and no i uh i don't have much thoughts on traeger grills i know they're very popular i have not used one myself jake um i don't know if i don't think those are the ones i don't i don't like the pellet smokers i don't like the digital pellets oh, where you just throw in your wood pellets and pellet. yeah you, you put you, you type in what temperature you want that that kind of defeats the purpose. I'm not saying that's what Traeger grills are. I, I don't really know what they are, although I know they're You popular. want hands on. No, you I want to be part of the process. You yeah. want to leave it up to the robots? Yeah. No, not at all. But no, I haven't uh, I haven't messed with any uh, smoking in a while, uh, ever since the cabin incident. Uh, <laughs> a little gun shy around so I'm, a little, I'm, a little, I'm, a little, I'm a little gun shy. Did but, you get, uh, no, I, I, do you have your smoker or was it at the cabin? It was, uh, it was, it was lost. It was, uh, it was a casualty. Oh, really? So, yeah, collateral damage. So I don't think it's collateral if it's the very reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. Moving on. Uh, Rob Roan asks, could we get, could we get a return to Dave's Australian loads of flavor Wendy's passenger? That was probably the funniest thing I've ever heard oh, in my life. Yeah. Oh man, that's been a while. That's back when I was driving uh, Lyft, and I I had a whole I had like four or five Australian dudes, and I picked them up from the airport, mm-hmm. and I was driving them to a hotel, and uh, to recap, one of them goes, "Hey mate, you ever eat at Wendy's?" <laughs> and I go, "Yeah, man, I love Wendy's." He goes, "We just had a Wendy's, loads of flavor." <laughs> 
what do you, oh, oh uh, what else do you say? Loads of flavor, uh, something burger, gigantic burger, loads of flavor, something like that. But yeah, loads of flavor. They, they were got, all very excited about They got McDonald's, they Wendy's. call Mackers. Go to Mackers. Oh, really? They call them Mackers? Or maybe it's England. Hmm. They have a Burger King. They got pot, I told you about this, they got pot pies. That's their thing in Australia. That's their night food. Like like a chicken pot pie yeah, or but beef pot all pie? kinds of pot pies. Huh. Just a, that's do you the, eat them with your hands? They're or little, is yeah, it they're a, little. A spoon and fork. They're hot as shit. Okay, I'd get two, and then just have to hold them like like Christ on the cross, just far away from my body. Because if it dripped on my body, I'd have third degree burns. Is it like a Jamaican beef patty kind of thing? Like it's more of a uh, a hot pocket type deal? No, it's little pies, uh-huh. but it's anything like. Different kind of vegetables, different savory things, curry chickens, like all different types of filling, and that's the late night. Ooh. Like how there's a taco truck, you go to Pie Face. Uh-huh. Open till four okay. in the morning. I got no problem and with that. And it's just like how you go, like when you go to get donuts, and there's just the, the case with all the donuts in it, it's that, but little pot pies. I forgot I drank it, and it was red, and I sincerely thought I was throwing up blood. Because I was also drunk from Four Loco, which is a crazy kind of drunk. Hmm. I don't think I've ever even had a four loco. They were right to ban them. They were correct mm. to ban. Yeah, just just like alcoholic fruit just punch, gnarly fruit malt liquor that got you fucked up. Mm. Fucked up. Yeah, my, my worst vomit uh, when I was in high school. I remember this vividly. It was a terrible evening <clears throat> when I was in high school. Uh, we used to go camping. Out on uh, out in the middle of the woods, some guy's uncle had a bunch of land uh, up in Waleska, Georgia, and uh, we'd all go out camping on like a Friday or Saturday night. And I, I think I've mentioned this before, but I, I didn't drink at all in high school. So like, there's about fifteen or twenty of us that would go out and just raise hell. We'd pull all our trucks in a circle, and somebody crank up the stereo, and most people be drinking or smoking a little pot, whatever. And uh, we'd always cook. Somebody would bring some steaks or something, and uh, I was the only one that wasn't drinking. And uh, we somebody brought venison. Somebody brought okay. like 10, 10 pounds of ground venison. Somebody had shot and dressed a deer. <clears throat> and um, so we were cooking in the dark, very little camp light. Uh, just, just, I don't know what the hell we were thinking. But I got a hold, and it was, I remember it was ground, and it was just like loose, like a loose meat sandwich, like a sloppy <laughs> Joe without the slop. Oh. And uh, just, just ground loose venison on a shitty hamburger bun. And I gobbled down a couple of those, and I was sleeping in the bed of somebody's truck. And uh, it was about two or three in the morning, I woke up and just painted the bed of that truck. And, uh, oh. Full food poisoning yak. Yeah, just undercooked, loose ground venison. And, uh, oh boy, it still haunts me to this day. That was was one of the most gnarly vomits I've ever had. This is a, I'm sure I know the answer to this question already. But is there anything you can't eat because, like, it made you sick at one point? I don't know that I've had venison since then. I mean, I it's been that's been twenty. Like some years, people have gotten sick years, on oysters, so. they can never have oysters again, or something like that. N- no, I don't think. I, I I think I bounced back. I've had food poisoning a few times, but um, it's never never kept I, me out of the man, game. Man, I should have had food poisoning so much more. 
Like, you know, that kind of thing where, like, my body should be rejecting a lot more things that I'm doing to it. Yeah. I told you about that cheese sandwich I made that was that Duke's mayo that's mm-hmm. in there that is just got, it's very yellow and clear on the top. Oh, no. I just mix it in with the good stuff. Yeah. Firm mayonnaise. Um, yeah, I'm I'm close to just doing whole whole shots of mustard water over here. <laughs> like I, I don't know, I might live forever because <laughs> of everything I've eaten. You're resilient. I won't live man. forever, but I, I don't think food's going to take me out. I'll say that. Nah, me neither. Because yeah, oh boy, I don't have I, like I can't think any direct. Well, what I. I think I can count food poisoning two or three times on my hand on, on, uh, mm-hmm. that I've had it, which I think we yeah, discussed. Think we, yeah, we don't have to do just fart and barf joke uh, comments. <laughs> we can get to other things. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that kind of related. Stormy asked, Dave and Kyle, what's one meal or food that you just cannot stand to eat anymore and why? Any, any food you used to eat that you've lost a taste for? Um, I wouldn't say that I hate to eat anything. Mm-hmm. I'll bl- I'll blow out uh, like I'll, I'll I'll have some of my favorites too much. Like I was getting pho all the time, and it was like an easy on the road thing to go get. Mm-hmm. And now it's like all right, it all kind of just tastes the same. It's not like it's not gross, and just it's just not exciting anymore. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, once in a while you're on the road enough and you start falling into the same stuff. Like, oh, I guess I'll get pizza because it's midnight and I got to eat something. You're not excited about it, but I don't hate that I'm eating it. Mm. Yeah. One thing I uh, stray away from now, in my 20s, for whatever reason, I ate a ton of tuna fish. You should just eat it straight out of the can. <laughs> Wouldn't even mix it with the mayo like a stray cat. Just like, yeah, like a friggin' hobo. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I would just eat. I would just eat tuna, like just straight out of the can. And now the thought of eating tuna or a tuna fish sandwich um, doesn't repulse me, but that's real low on my list of things I, I'd want. Not to going eat. out of your way for it. No. What about a tuna steak? I mean, like I'll eat tuna. You know, sushi. You know, I'll eat some of that, but uh, I don't think I've had a tuna steak in a long time either. Mm, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, just something. I just, I just think I had too much tuna, and and you know that can of tuna fish is some of the lowest. No, it's, you want to be mixing that. Anyway. You want to be mixing that with a little mayo, a little relish. Mm-hmm. That, my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I am O. I am a Joe. <laughs> mix that with a little mayonnaise and pickle relish. Sticking with the food questions, Anthony Diorio asked Dave, "What's your favorite Italian meal?" Oh, that's a good question. I love Italian food. Uh, not my favorite, but I, I like it a lot. It's not my number one go-to cuisine. But uh, I like a good stuffed shells. I like a stuffed shells dish. Stuffed shells and, uh, out of that field. Yeah, I love, I love stuffed shells. And I love, uh, this is probably fairly pedestrian, but if done right, I love a very well-prepared chicken parmesan. I like a good chicken parm. Oh, you betcha. Mm-hmm. You betcha chicken parm. Stuffed shells, chicken parm. What about you? What, what's your go-to at an Italian place? And like a red oh, sauce boy. Italian. Oh, joint. boy, like red sauce Italian. Man, a good lasagna. I yeah. It. It's, got, it's lasagna. kind of the same thing with Mexican food. Like you're getting all the same ingredients in each thing. I like it. I mm-hmm. like, yeah. um, 
What are the like a tortellini? Like a tortellini because then you got the little surprise. Ooh. It's like a little Italian fortune cookies. Yeah, you know, filled with cheese or meats. <laughs> uh, I miss in the meeting days like a big like the big family restaurant style spaghetti and meatballs where you get one giant meatball. Oh, I love a big just ass a meatball. big stupid meatball. Oh, like a real asshole just sitting there right in the plate. Like, what do you look at this guy? Yeah, like you're clear losing yeah. money on this serving. Yeah, like a like a half pound. Meatball. I want I want I want a meatball the size that says the the restaurant's operating at a loss. <laughs> that's I love seeing that. Oh man. Oh, I, li- I like um. Yeah, that's- just like Palermo's over in Los Feliz, where you go. Mm-hmm. It's made, made famous for Matt Bronger's bit. Well, the guy's like, it's a spaghetti time. Uh, yeah, it's a real fun guy in there. And you sit down, you get they got you get a red wine, you get soup. Who's it? Lizzie Cooperman? I was on a, like a streaming show with her last week, and she's just making fun about just about going on a date with an older guy, like guy who puts cheese in his soup. What the fuck is that? And as much as it was funny, I'm like, yeah, it's what you do is you put cheese. If there's Parmesan cheese on the table, that's going on everything. If yeah. Parmesan cheese oh, yeah. is available, I'll put it in my fucking Dr. Pepper. If it's just on the table <laughs> for the taking. Yeah, why not? <sighs> you know what else I love at a good classic Italian restaurant? I love just a good Italian salad. That Italian dressing with the, I know, iceberg. People shit on iceberg oh, now. I love but a wedge. Iceberg lettuce. I love a wedge And, and the, the, the Italian salad. and um, well, black olives and uh Black olives and the Parmesan and the pepperoncinis. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, mm-hmm. love that stuff. Yeah, dog. I was thinking how much oh, I was making me hungry. I was eating potato salad last night. I had some potato salad and I moved to ice cream after I told you I was eating potato salad. I was real <laughs> fucked up. But then I, I thought, like, you know, I like macaroni salad. I like a oh, creamy macaroni, macaroni salad. salad. We're getting into white trash Dude. favorites. Oh, oh. Oh boy! Uh, at any of the uh, Hawaiian uh, barbecue joints, oh. get some of that Hawaiian barbecue, and uh, they give you that macaroni salad. Get but out their of stuff is always a little bit like I think it's because I want like make it with more Miracle Whip, less mayonnaise. Give me that tang. Uh-huh. Give me that yeah, zip. You like that tang? This is turning. Now we're just doing all <laughs> fantasy everything picnic sides. <laughs> Shout out to all fantasy everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was reading. Uh, I was reading about those guys today, Ian. There's something, I don't know, something going on. Somebody's trying to hijack their shit. People trying to cop their format, uh, and even he says, mm-hmm. "Like, I know it's not a wildly original idea, but we built this up. We got hundred plus episodes, and now, I guess some some place that offered to like buy their net, their show and have them come along. Yeah, and they said no, uh-huh. and then the place just made their own show. That's the same thing. Oh, that's pretty shitty. Yeah, it's crazy. And, oh, and it won't be as good is. because guess what? You don't have those guys doing it. The reason that show is as good mm-hmm. as it is is because of the comedic minds you have offering on that yeah, show. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. That's, uh, that's You would think that would be pretty obvious. You can't just get anybody to, to do what they do. No. Just like us. Not just any two yeah, assholes you can sit here and get, talk about can't food. can't get a couple of jerks to phone it in over well-worn topics. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right, moving along. Robert Smith asked, Kyle, you have made some references to Kiss in your stand-up and the podcast, such as when you dressed up as Ace Ace Freely and made out with some chick in high school. Oh, yeah. Assu- 
Assuming you are a Kiss fan, do you think uh, I Was Made for Loving You is a good Kiss song, or is it a sack of disco trash? That's the one where they go disco, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, you like no, that one? I, I like Kiss the same way. You know, like, 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 oh, do you like the Friday the 13th movies? You're like, yeah, they're fun. That's how I like Kiss. But if somebody's like, you yeah. like the Friday the 13th movie? I especially like this scene where the director's cut has 30 seconds longer to build the time. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, that's not good. <clears throat> I don't, Kiss isn't good. No, Kiss. I've never, I, they never got me. I was never, I never gave a shit about No, Kiss, Kiss, is, Kiss I get is just why like nacho do. cheese Doritos. You're like, ah, yeah, everybody's going to have mm-hmm. some of these. Is it your favorite food? Fuck no, but I, hey, I'm glad it's here. I think I missed them by a few years. If I was 12 years old in 1978, I'd probably be a Kiss fan. Yeah, it's... But uh, they they were kind of out of their relevancy the, by the time I was really getting this into is, the Yeah, this music. is going to upset people. I th- they're, like the, they're like the professional wrestling of music. Like, you're, you're enjoying yeah. it for tongue-in-cheek, but nobody's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, this music is... I, maybe this, they got a couple songs that are fun, but it's mostly pretty silly. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying you can't enjoy it. Yeah, I I don't understand the people that bought into Gene Simmons' merchandising routine. Like, yeah, I better have all this. I better buy everything with a Kiss logo on it, like the way Harley people do. It's <laughs> like you're being played. Anyway, Ugh, that's my sorry. that's my response to that. Right on, Kiss. Noah Nelson asks, uh, best impressions you can do. Do you do any impressions? Nope. <laughs> I don't either. I really I don't, I don't think I do any impressions. I do a lot of voices and character stuff in my act, but not impressions of anyone else per se. No, I don't have I don't have somebody, yeah. Hmm. Who is uh Oh well. I mean, I have friends that are fun to do, but that's not fun for anybody else. It's just you're just making fun of your yeah. friends. That's all that is. You, uh, ironically, you are impersonated uh, a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm sorry for what I've done to comedy. <laughs> James Adomian does a great comedy. Well, James Adomian does a great whoever he wants to do. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, speaking of impressions. Yeah, that go too. listen to James Adomian. You want impressions, you listen to the yeah. king, you listen to James Adomian. That's what I tell you. That's what I tell these kids. So funny. <laughs> uh Crawd Gilbert. Crawd? Crawd. C R A W D Crawd. That is a great handle. This is my this is my uncle Crawd. Crawd. Uh Crawd. <laughs> C R A W D. Crawd Gilbert. Crawd father. Ask Kyle. <laughs> Kyle Dave, what are your thoughts about the movie The Man Who Killed Hitler and Bigfoot? Have not seen it yet. It's on my list. I'm a big Sam Elliott fan. I'm a big Bigfoot fan. Oh, yeah. Why not? Well, Have you seen that yet? I is is the movie going to do more than what the title just told me? <laughs> I don't know. You know, like what's like You know what? I never gave enough credit or got into like camp. Mm-hmm. Or like um Bruce Campbell movies. Yeah. Did you ever do that? Yeah, I, I liked his stuff. Yeah, I got really into um, uh, not Evil Dead. What's the other one? Army of Darkness. I like that one. I know I'll like it when I watch it, but I never. It seemed like a like a Rocky Horror Picture Show thing. Like the rite of passage was you watched it with friends, and 
he saw yeah. like everybody else laughed at how silly this stuff was, and I like I didn't have that, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Late to the game on that stuff. Sorry. I uh, I used to hang with a crew of friends years ago who were really big into that stuff, and they tried to get me to watch those uh, trauma. Is it, am I pronouncing yeah, that right? Yeah, Toxic Avenger that, and stuff. Yeah, that stuff, and it was just like. It was fun for 15 minutes, and then I'd get bored. It's, yeah, like, what is it? Like, there's, like, that scene or, like, the cramps, the band The Cramps. Like, you can't just like it. You have to be part of the gang. <laughs> I, I do love The Cramps, but, no, I'm not full. I'm not in the club. But The Cramps but, uh, is always, I'll, like, a, I'll rock like, out a, to some like cramps. when do you listen to that? Like, what mood are you in? Where it's like, I'm a spooky, um, spooky ghost in a creepy graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> I got a 57 Chevy that's full of old skeletons. Booty, 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 boo-boo. <laughs> it's like just kind of Halloween adjacent all the time. Yeah. Like you just wake up and you're like, true. I guess, nope, I got to put on these skin-tight leopard pants. I don't, I don't have a pair of <laughs> soccer shorts to throw on to make breakfast. Yeah, I gotta use my bat shapes my bat my bachelor the spatula shaped like a bat because everything's gotta be spooky spooky fun times. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Like I love the Misfits, but I I I listen to them more in October than I do any other time of year. Dude, when we went to see the Misfits, there's some people that are just like, "Yep, this is all the clothes I have." <laughs> <laughs> like they just there's no other choice. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, like that goes for like old punk rock dudes too. Like, you mm-hmm. really like your whole like I don't give a shit about society was you putting on thirty different lockets and cutting <laughs> and cutting the sleeves <laughs> off of another perfectly good denim jacket. All right. No, oh, that's funny. Um, speaking of music, uh, where did it go? I had it right here. God damn it! Um, somebody asked if you could sing more Cypress Hill songs. Who? Oh, okay, here we go. Jen Thomas. Who was singing? Kyle, could you please... Kyle, could you please rap more Cypress Hill songs? When was I singing Thank Cypress Hill songs? I don't know. I don't remember that. I, I feel like I was remember off, that. off, shotgun, hand on the pump. Who <laughs> could just kill a man? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'll sing some Cypress Hill. Shit's dope. I like Cypress Hill. I, I was listening to him the other day. I, that's, that's something I'll throw on every now and then. It's always like you got that one like dude coming in with like the real serious like that weird that that kind of rap voice that was like a very Chuck D like a and then that's uh that's Sin Dog yeah and then and then be yeah. real coming in with that I'm a funny creepy guy and you got DJ Muggs dropping the the fat beats yeah, yeah they were fun I like some Cypress Hill. Yeah, going back to the, sink, the secret things that I wish I didn't like. I like that uh, uh, that party rock song by LMFAO. I don't know that it's, one. They got a real stupid video, and they're just two goofy-looking dudes with a DJ. Party rocking in the house tonight. <laughs> it's <coughs> just dumb. And I'm like, I I don't. Yeah. It's I'm, I. I like it for the exact reason it's supposed to be like because it's called party rock. Mm-hmm. I like those yeah. two things. Sure. Yeah, you like the party rock. That I mean, that's can't stop the rock. Well, who who did uh, who did uh, Cypress Hill rap with on the Judgment Night soundtrack? 
No idea. You were not a Judgment Night soundtrack guy? No, I don't remember that one. I remember the Crow soundtrack. That was big no, in my dude, life. Judgment Night, that was your demo. I may have just hmm. blown your mind right now. Really? The movie Judgment Night. pull that Are up. Are you familiar quick. with the movie Judgment Night? <laughs> uh, vaguely. Vaguely. I mean, nobody gave a shit about the movie, but the soundtrack, it took all of the major hip hop artists of the day and all uh-huh. of the major heavy alternative rock bands of the day and combined okay. them. All right. Well, hang on. I'm pulling up you right should, now. Let me see what we got here. This is your only wheelhouse. It was like House of Pain and Helmet. Oh, 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 I know that song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know that one that you're talking that about. That whole soundtrack. And, and then I think, isn't like, isn't like, is like PM Dawn and Anthrax or something? Oh, yeah, just another victim. That's the helmet and House of Pain. Okay, yeah, here we go. Uh, Living Color is on there. Biohazard, Faith No More, Sonic Youth, Dinosaur Jr. Um, but no, it, it's got a Cypress Hill song, but it doesn't say they're with somebody, someone else. Just Cypress Hill. Real they're all combined. It's this huh. is this is what you're going to be doing your kettlebell in the driveway too. This is the judgment? Okay. You want to okay. scare your neighbors even more? Just middle of the day, you swinging a kettlebell, just gorilla testing that kettlebell, <laughs> listening to the Judgment Night soundtrack. <laughs> I think oh, you, you'll only be the seventh person in Long Beach doing that tonight if you start right now. Yeah. There's some guy two blocks over that's just already halfway through that CD. Oh man. Okay. Doing I gotta get I gotta I gotta try that. Deadlifts in his garage. I I like helmet and I like House of Pain. House of Pain, oh speaking of guilty pleasure, that was a that was a guilty pleasure back in the day because it was like you knew that okay, white rappers I mean I mean Eminem kind of changed that a little bit, but <laughs> I knew that House of Pain wasn't quote unquote good. But it was catchy, man. And then when they teamed up with Helmet, I love Helmet. And, they had uh, the one song. Yeah. You know, were you the one telling me or did I tell you or did we even talk about it? That the guy from House of Pain quit House of Pain and then bought the house they shot the Outsiders in? And Yes, you told me yeah, that. And he's just a, a museum guide for the Outsiders house in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hmm. Hey. That's odd. Investments uh, can be interpreted differently for different people. Yeah. You know how right. Tulsa's a major destination already. <laughs> let's get in. Let's get us our own slice of those Tulsa tourism dollars. Might as well. <clears throat> Josh McAfee asks, if you could only buy five ingredients to last you two months of quarantine, what would you buy? That's a great question, Josh. Ooh. Now we're talking like Real survival shit here. Like, these are the only five ingredients I have for two months. All right, off the top of my head, I'm going with, uh, I need some onions. I need some rice. I need some black beans. I need some ground beef. And I need some salt. I think I could survive on onions, beans, beef, salt, and uh, rice. Mm. I love rice and beans. I get. I feel you on that. That's a good. This is a good question. Because I got to think about gotta sustainability, but you got to think about like, what are you going to want to keep eating? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think rice, because rice can go either way. 
Uh huh. I want to say like eggs. Yeah, eggs would prop. Yeah, yeah, eggs is important. Because in my head, I'm looking uh, at maybe it, but I'm thinking about like the, the sauces and stuff I have. Like, but eggs, you get sick of eggs right away. I mean, you mm-hmm. can have them. You can yeah, prepare maybe. them different ways. That's where I'm looking at it. Like, you mm-hmm. can. What can you make yeah. different ways? Versatility. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. What? How do you? What? Oh, yeah, I guess. And you can make noodles, which is eggs and what is it? Eggs and flour. Eggs, flour, water. Yeah, eggs and flour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, flour. Flour. You can make biscuits. You can make pasta. How many ingredients do you need for biscuits? Stuff. Biscuits, uh, basically, I mean, you you could do without the bacon soda and the bacon powder and stuff. But uh, basically, you can make biscuits with butter, flour, and uh, milk. Rachel made a cake in a mug the other night. Really? Want, mug cake? Yeah, she didn't want to bake a whole cake, so she just put a little bits of the ingredients in a in a mug and microwaved it. That's pretty and smart. Cl- How did it turn out? I guess not not great, but not bad for what she wanted in the moment, you know, a <laughs> yeah. tiny piece of cake, a mug-shaped piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. Is hot dogs an ingredient? I could chop up hot dogs and put them in my eggs. <laughs> How did I know you were going to pick eggs and dogs? Tortillas. Yeah, I forgot about eggs. I would I would do rice and eggs. Got to have some onions. I mean, I guess you don't got to have onions, but I I put onions in almost everything I make. I I'm with you uh, on that. Rice, eggs, some sort of beef. What did I say? Uh, I'd say yeah. I- Oh, salt. You got to have salt. Salt, yeah. Rice, eggs, rice, eggs. Uh, be- I would say, uh, let me just say a beef substitute because I like that, right? Because then you could have, I would say, tortillas. Uh-huh. Rice, eggs, beef substitute, yeah. tortillas, salt. Because you yeah. could have just rice. You could have, you could have all those things individually. You can combine them two different ways, beef and rice, beef and eggs, four tacos on its own, just egg tacos. Mm-hmm. Cracked egg over rice, Asian style. There's okay. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I took your lead heavily on this one, Dave, because you know what you're doing. No, that's fine. That's fine. Like just a clovers from Lucky Charms and <laughs> Diamond Dew. Greg Huber asked, "Do you fellas have any tips for keeping active around the home? I know you both had plans to shred." Yeah. Yeah, no wonder if you're, if you're still getting out. Uh, also, what's the most surreal changes you've noticed so far? The uh, the air is smelling different here. It's uh, a good question. The air is smelling. Is well, he want to see the, the guy same. with the same question? Of, would you rather not smell anybody else's farts ever again? <laughs> I don't. I don't think His so. dream came true. Let's uh, let's answer the second one first. What's the most surreal change you've noticed? What have you noticed in the last month of this chaos? Uh, a lot of the. I think the quiet of be, like living in a city mm-hmm. that's, I mean, not quite New York levels, but there's always like a highway buzz in the distance, or there's always planes. Mm-hmm. There's always mm-hmm. somebody driving around, and it's just quiet. Like, we'll go, and this leads into the, ta- like, keeping active. Got, hey, grab a beer and take a walk. 
Mm-hmm. Or, or any drink. Take a walk. I don't think cops are really going to bust you on an open container charge and all this. And put just put it in a beer koozie. Nobody's going to give a fuck. Put it in a beer koozie. Wear your mask. Stay away from people. But take walks around your neighborhood. If it's something that maybe you haven't done before. <clears throat> I know that was a big suburban thing. Right? I don't feel like when you were growing up. Was it like a major street that you just never walked across? Or like a, I was growing up. Like a highway uh, or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there were there was a big uh, highway 140 in Waleska, Georgia, when I grew up as a teenager. Um, you never saw anybody walking on that because it was a very rural area, yeah. and uh, you'd see people walking on the back roads and the side roads, but not like on the main stretch. Or just like like you know, like the suburbs, you're like your boundaries were defined by larger four way tra- you know, four lane streets. Like you didn't go past that stuff. On your bike or walking, yeah. Like, oh, you take a little walk. There's pads around. Anyway, I'd say get. Yeah, it's 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 a lot quieter out. The air is a lot cleaner out. Take a walk. That's an easy thing to do to move your body around uh, for activity. Mm-hmm. I have a jump rope out here that I dug up, and I got <clears throat> some running shoes to have, which I haven't ran yet, but I got them. Uh, oh, that's nice. I, I would say just just even taking walks. Yeah. Well, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing my nighttime walks. I go out late at night, 1 or 2 o'clock, uh, just because, A, I'm up at that hour, and, B, I figure there's less people out, less danger of someone coughing on you. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we were doing. We took a little evening walk a couple nights ago. Mm-hmm. You see, you learn but more yeah, about your neighborhood you. taking a walk. I'll tell you that. You'll see stuff that you haven't normally seen just by walking. Yeah. So if you- I agree with you as far as the uh, the quiet uh, sometimes like, um, I take Charlie out, our dog, I'll take him out for his last walk around nine thirty or 10 in the evening. And, uh, every night it's just so eerily quiet. Like it just, again, not a super busy, noisy neighborhood that I live in, but noisy enough in the normal times. And for it to just be like stone cold silent. At nine thirty at night is is weird and, and almost creepy. Yeah, it's getting to that point where like, oh, oh, cool. Is, is my heartbeat always sounded this panicked, or is it just that I can hear it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I got I got my drums. I got my things. I got my bicycles to ride around the neighborhood. But I, take this take this opportunity to see your neighborhood on foot or on a bicycle if it's something you haven't done before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty and if you need cool thing to do. And if you need indoor exercise, get you a kettlebell. Those are fun. Kettlebell. I got I got those resistance bands that you hope don't snap uh-huh. and crack your dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what, uh, I don't know if you remember, about a year and a half ago, Katie was messing with a resistance band, oh, yeah, and, she, and it popped her in the eye. And she had to wear an eye patch for like two weeks. God damn. <laughs> popped her right in the eye. Those things are no joke, man. They make they make you focus. Mm-hmm. No, it was weird. That was a weird time for us to go out together. Yeah, there's a lot of situations where she just has a black eye all of a sudden, Dave. Mm-hmm. I punched her in my sleep. <laughs> oh, boy. You just don't start that story. Nah, you can't true. explain that. No, nah, I just I got throw, I throw hands when I'm sleeping. <laughs> I did. I cocked her, cocked her pretty good one time. Just bam, right in the eye. Uh, 
Frank Castle asked Kyle, what video games are you looking forward to? Frank Castle. Especially considering the quarantine and how much free time we all have. You uh, you rocking any video games right now? I was playing them last week. This week I kind of dipped off. Uh, what did I play in? My buddies and I will play Wreckfest. It's just a demolition derby game. That's fun. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just a silly good time. Nobody has to be like great at it. You just it's just demolition derby. You just drive your cars into each other. Perfect. I play, for, I've never given a shit about video games, but now I want to get into them. Obviously, because of all the downtime, I want to get into the uh, the baseball games. There's a couple apparently really good. Oh, people like uh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. The show MLB, the show. My buddy's been um, playing that one. But yeah, that's uh, something like that. I could see getting into right you're now. Gonna, for me. You're gonna pick up a system, Dave. I don't know. I, I can't. It's hard for me to justify. Well, how much are they now? They're like two or three, four hundred bucks. Uh, what's a what's I, what's a PS? I don't know. I don't know because it's, the five is supposed to come out, so the fours are going to be cheaper. But that's the one I have. Okay. But then if you, I mean, I'll drop a hundred bucks on something, but I can't see myself spending more than that. Nah, maybe you find a used one somewhere. I don't know. But it's a yeah. good time. It's a good. You got to kill. You got to kill some time nowadays. Yeah, that's true. Well. Let's get let's get another one in there. All right, what do we got here? Uh, Amanda asked Dave, "What do you think is the best fat ratio in ground beef? Not for a specific dish, but just if you were picking up some to have on hand be because you know you'll eat it." Is that how they measure that stuff? Uh, close. Eighty uh, twenty. Amanda is my answer. Eighty uh, percent beef, twenty percent fat. Uh, and that's about as fat as you can like find. Like my beef, like, I, like I my man. Ever... Eighty twenty. <laughs> I don't think I've seen uh, any more fat than eighty twenty. I'm sure a butcher can give you seventy five twenty five or something like that. But uh, you'll see eighty twenty a lot in the grocery store. You'll see eighty five fifteen. You'll see ninety ten. Which, ugh, you know, if you want some dry fifty ass beef, fifty, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> That does sound good, 50-50. I want to feel like a piece <laughs> of gum is in there. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, 80-20, Amanda. That's a good all-purpose ground What's beef. What's the biggest piece really? of fat you would just eat off an animal by itself? I, I mean, I'll you know, when I cook a ribeye, sometimes there'll be a, a big old slab of fat. I mean, I've eaten a normal bite-sized piece of nothing but fat before. That's weight weight wise, what would you do? Oh, weight wise, like would you eat like a, like I mean, a McDonald's burger patty that was nothing but fat? Yeah. No, because too much fat does kind of gross Cook, you out. But like, like every now and then fried, on a steak, if you get too good. much fat, nah, anything more than a normal bite sized piece is uh, is going to kind of turn your stomach a little bit. That's like I explained it before. It's like you know when you're eating fat, you're like this is good, but then you get grossed out. Where it's like it's like stepping on fresh dog poop with bare barefoot. You're like mm-hmm. I know what that is, but for two seconds I'm gonna be like that's an interesting feeling, and then you're like ah yeah. no yeah fat. <laughs> Alex Wynn asks uh, Dave. The lady and I just pulled the trigger on a nine millimeter, no pun intended there, and in, uh, hey. in that we decided to purchase one. 
Any tips, advice, common fuck-ups to avoid for a couple of novice gun owners? And yes, this was absolutely an apocalyptic-inspired paranoia purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, 9mm is good. I'd, I'd prefer the 40 cal. Uh, get you a Glock 40 cal. But 9mm is solid. Um, I mean, if you got it, speaking of Glock, if you got a Glock, remember, I'm pretty, pretty sure all Glocks, uh, no Glock has a safety on it, um, if I remember correctly. So if you got a Glock... Just remember that you don't have uh, a safety there. Um, I mean, uh, other than the obvious, you know, don't point it at anything <laughs> that you don't plan on shooting. Uh, don't obviously don't play around with it. Don't clean it while it's loaded. Twir- only twirl um, it while it's loaded, because otherwise the weight <laughs> is incorrect. You need um, the weight in the handle of having it loaded. Yeah. There's a lot of debate on whether to leave the clip in or not. Um I I like to have the clip in. I don't like the idea. You know, if you got kids in the house, that's a totally different ball game, and you do whatever you, you want to you get need them to do their to own safe. guns, so they're not fighting over. One. <laughs> <laughs> but ideally, I like to have the clip in, but no ch- no round chambered. That way, um, you know that you've got your clip, you got your ammo right there, and all you got to do is just chamber around, and boom, you're ready to rock. But um, that's how I like it, but you know, if you got kids, you know, maybe consider keeping keeping uh, no rounds in the chamber and keeping the clip somewhere and the gun somewhere else. But just make sure you can get them. You know, that's the thing. When you need a gun, you know, when the shit hits the fan and you need a gun in the next five seconds, you need to be able to uh, get a hold of that clip and that ammo uh, asap. So, uh, but yeah, just just treat it with respect. You know, don't don't point it at anything you don't want to shoot. Uh, you know, don't don't mess around with it. Make sure. Every time you touch the gun, assume it's loaded and and ready to rock. Um, I I don't know if I told this story. My dad, who was a pretty well-versed gun dude, I remember when I was like 15, we're sitting around the living room, and he's cleaning his uh, 38 revolver, and boom, went off, shot a hole, almost shot his foot. It missed his foot by like six inches, shot a hole in the ground um, because he was cleaning it, and he forgot that it was freaking loaded. Really? So even even experienced gun people can – can screw up so a revolver is pretty easy to check too mm-hmm. exactly i think he checked uh five out of the six sounds like it uh, yeah <laughs> ah, that's what that's a good so, percentage yeah five out of six ain't bad but, uh, that's like my favorite meatloaf song <laughs> <laughs> but yeah just uh yeah just common sense man just don't point at anything you're not ready to shoot i, I, I was absolutely the uh, guy who looked for guns when this was going down like ah there's a line oh yeah I'm not gonna wait in line. Yeah. Uh, did you have you signed up for any waiting list or anything no i got uh me and a couple of dudes have gone in and we're we're trying to negotiate some some terms here so oh, to like like you're on waiting lists <laughs> yeah yeah I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna name. No, names you don't have to name names. Where'd you go down Long Beach or up here? <laughs> uh, one of my buddies went in Burbank. So trying to. I've I've got I've got some. I I I'd like to have more. Let me know, man. I'll go with. I got, well, yeah. Well, you got to go mm-hmm. two people to go to gun range. Yeah. So you went during all this. You went to Burbank. Uh, he did. Yeah. How long was the wait? I didn't go. He went. Uh, he said he had to wait about 40 minutes and, uh, now he's on a list. But then as I was reading that everybody's sold out anyway. So just cause you get approved doesn't mean they're going to have anything mm-hmm. in stock for you to get. Yeah, I know. 
Yeah, we'll talk. So. We'll talk off air. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's just wrap this up. Let's just do one more. Right. Uh, we hell, we may even get another episode out of all this. I don't know. We got a bunch of questions here. Um, let me see here. Let me find one here. Uh, something sexy. Pick Pete something asked, sexy, Dave. This isn't very sexy, but Pete asked, where has Dave cooked professionally? Sexy. That's a good question. He's, he's <clears throat> wanted to check up on my credentials. Have you tasted sure his food? Everywhere was, has been professional. <laughs> I've, uh, geez, off the top of my head, my first real job ever when I was 16, I worked at uh, uh, the Old Country Buffet in Canton, OCB? Georgia. OCB? That was, that was my first uh, restaurant gig, uh, cooking up fried chicken and peeling carrots and stuff. I did that uh, the summer of my 16th uh, birthday. Mm, uh, cheesy I, hash I browns, just like my ancestors would have made. <laughs> I, I worked at a uh, mom-and-pop pizza place in Canton, Georgia that's no longer there. Uh, let's see. I worked at Williamson Brothers Barbecue in Canton, Georgia. I worked there cooking barbecue. I worked at the Albert in Atlanta yeah. cooking there. I've worked at Outback Steakhouse. I've worked at Longhorn Steakhouse. I've worked at Applebee's. Um, most recently I worked at Spitz in Los Feliz, making those, uh, overpriced shawarma wraps. Oh, you were cooking over there. I know you were cooking over there. Yeah, I was a cook. That's, that's where I met Katie. Katie was a bartender and I was a cook. And, uh, when, when you were at OCB, but, were you just like, just, what was the work life? What was the kitchen like life at OCB? Just everything came out of a can. Every, it, all the meat was frozen. All the veggies so came a lot out of, of a lot can. Of heat just like, serve. Yeah, yeah, just uh, heating up a bunch of big vat of green beans and taking them out to the buffet, mm. just shit like that. Um, but yeah, probably the most experience I got as a cook was at the Albert in Atlanta. Uh, that was a good place to work uh, as far as a cook because the menu was pretty uh, diverse and uh, everything was uh, homemade and from scratch. There was no just heating stuff up. It was all, you know, morning before we'd open, it was prep shift, you know, uh, prepping everything and then... Once we'd open, I was uh, working the line, working the grill. So, uh, but yeah, I've probably had five, six, seven restaurant jobs. Um, yeah, I'll tell you this: Applebee's everything out of a can, obviously. Uh, but I will say Outback, Outback, pretty much everything. At least when I worked there ten years ago, everything from scratch at Outback, even the salad dressings I, were homemade. I heard that about so. Applebee's that everything was just like <clears throat> microwaved or what have you. Because some of those places, I mean, it might be a chain, but it doesn't mean it's the worst. Yeah, I mean, well, Outback, you know, Out, I was very impressed with, uh, you know, the attention to I had detail a great in meal Outback. At Outback like, when I was there. Yeah, yeah, solid stuff. Good, good stuff. So yeah, there we I go. Like a, um, I'll be honest. I mean, I like a Denny's. You you like a Denny's? <laughs> if it's on, if it's I'm on a, the a, road, like you know what I like Denny's for is like. Mm-hmm. It's just drunk burgers any hour of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like restaurants are like big enough, piled with a bunch of bullshit. I'm not saying it's great. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there's gourmet places you can go get a fantastic burger, but just a drunk burger, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. drunk burger. Yeah. Shit, yeah, man. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Well, you want to land this puppy? Let's do it. We'll come up. We'll get. We'll get on some programming. But yeah, what we were saying, we both felt like maybe some of these subjects are a little too much. Let's cultivate a little community here. We're all talking to everybody. Mm-hmm. Maybe we got questions for the audience next time. You submit some answers. 
instead of just prying into our lives, why don't you fess <laughs> up some secrets? That's a good idea, yeah, man. Yeah, threaten the audience. It's a good one. It's what we need now. How's uh, public domain coming, Kyle? Where, where are you at now? Chapter I six? Think I, no, I think we got sevens coming out soon. So I got I to gotta okay. record. I probably think I'm doing two a week now. How many chapters in Dracula? That book is around here somewhere. I, don't, I think I'm about a third. Th- I'm looking at where the it's, the book is across the way here. But my dog ear is about a third of the way through. Okay. Right on, man. So we'll... And that can be found pretty much everywhere, YouTube, Instagram, yeah, people TV, can just whatever. Look, you know, it's, it's out. It's out. They know, people, man. they follow us on the stuff. They know where it is. They get it. They get it. But it's a, Yeah, no shows to plug No right shows, now. but you got, I'm glad people are buying your cookbooks. You got food ideas. People are at home. Yeah. It's a great time to do that kind of stuff. We got, this is not a sponsor, but Rachel ordered those HelloFresh things where you just get the meal. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's not it's not going to be anything surprising to you, but for people, like, here's the exact amount of ingredients you need to make a thing. Instead mm-hmm. of like, oh, I don't know what I want to make, so let me find a recipe, go to the store, get it's like, no, here, it's all here. It comes out to like 13 bucks a meal. Okay. For the one we had, we had like a tilapia with a ginger scallion uh, top okay. sauce on it over ginger rice with green beans last Ooh. night. And that sounds it fun. Was fucking tasty, dude. And it was all there. We just right needed, on, just man. needed like cooking oil, salt and pepper. That's all you needed. There you go. And 13 bucks a person. Well, cool. That's not bad. I mean, that's a, that's a meal at a restaurant without a, mm-hmm. without a tip and everything. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it got us, it got me making big- food. So that, that's a fun thing, you know? That's good. Get you get you in the kitchen. I'm learning. Get you uh, some uh, productive and uh, tangible skills there. I like that. Um, speaking of which, yeah, huge thanks to anybody and everybody who's bought the uh, Kitchen Survival Guides. I got three volumes. Uh, they're flying off the shelves. I can't thank you enough. You, uh, quite frankly, you saved my ass because uh, I, you know, canceling that tour was a was a huge uh, blow. But uh, yeah. you guys have stepped up and bought a bunch of cookbooks. So uh, big thanks to everybody who's done that. Uh, offer still stands for those of you who need some recipes that you need to start cooking, you don't have the chops, and maybe you're in a pinch financially because of all this chaos. Holler at me. I'll gladly send them to you for free. Uh, no sweat off my back. So uh, if you need a free cookbook, holler at me. Uh, if you want to purchase them, even better, I'll take your money. Uh, DumbDaveStone.com. You can uh, get all three of those volumes. A uh, total of 65 recipes right now. So... Um, yeah, if you need some recipes, holler at me. You can pay for them. You can not pay for them. What the hell do I care? But a uh, big thanks to everybody who has purchased them thus far. Yeah, so nice folk out there. Also, patreon.com slash boogeymonster. Uh, I mentioned this in the bonus episode. I was sure, I was convinced that we were going to lose a shit ton of patrons uh, this month, and, and understandably so if that were to happen. Uh, in some weird twist of fate, we have gained patrons this month. So, holy I shit. Mean, yeah. Big thanks. Everybody's readjusting, yep. baby. Yep. Big thanks to the patrons. If you got four bucks a month to spare uh, and you want some bonus content, you get the bonus Q&A, much like you heard today, uh, and you get a uh, video episode of either Dave's Kitchen or Dave's Record Room. Uh, this month, I actually changed it up. I did a uh, Dave's Kitchen Q&A. 
uh, rather than just do uh, one episode or rather than just do one video with one recipe, uh, I did a Q and A uh, all food, uh, and we just discussed oh, all things this food recipes and, weird all and over techniques the place. and stuff like that. I'm all over the place. Uh, also, I'll plug uh, my other stupid podcast with my lovely fiance Katie. Uh, we now have the Stonebergs podcast dropping every Monday. Uh, just a uh, a call in advice show uh two idiots that can barely run our own lives are giving you life advice so uh feel free to check out the stonebergs wherever you get your podcast as well uh kyle good to hear from you buddy uh fun as always that's sweet i feel like uh you know i i miss seeing your stupid face uh across the table but uh i'm sure we'll get back together maybe we'll video maybe we'll video conference hopefully yeah we need to work something out like video faces (laughs) could be uh, that could work nice, but uh, yeah, you guys stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane. Yeah, if you and, like, uh, if you, you like music, keep your chin up. I was gonna say, if you like musicians or comedians, buy their merch. That's what helps right now. Absolutely, buy merch from Absolutely. folks. But uh, yeah, you guys hang in there, keep trudging forward, and uh, we'll see you next week. The Boogie Monster. Network.